Okay, so this is Vinolan Pon Ponan. Um, he is Vin Dragonheart. He is a multidimensional facilitator and holder of space. In the early 2000s, he was initiated into the Usai Tibetan method of Reiki. With his growing interest in spirituality, including EFT, grace healing, infinite healing, light language, and holographic principles, he currently works with his team of divine workers that include his soul aspect, dragons and crows, to name a few, to clear the de detrimental energies, as well as bring in appropriate light body upgrades. So, over to you. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you, Barbara. Thank you for hosting. And uh, yeah, thank you, Ken, as well, for setting this up. This is such an amazing event. Um, when I first logged in, when you started about an hour ago, it was just crazy energy that was here already. So, it really, really, I'm just blown away. Thank you again. So yeah, um, Barbara, yeah, thank you for the quick um, introduction. Yeah, I go by the name of Vin Dragonheart. That is a name that was given to me by the dragons. Um, so in past life, I was the apprentice for mother, and I used to take care of the dragons as well. So it's kind of a nickname that they gave me. And um, part of my journey included actually integrating that energy which was over four lifetimes. So I brought everything to the fold here and now. So this is what um, we actually use to clear as well. And yeah, um, you mentioned my team of dragons as well. I also work with crows, I do work with swans and uh, lyran energies and whatever else comes through that is for the highest good. Generally in the session, it's just depending on, on what your intention is and there's many different things that come to assist. But um, I'd like to clear trauma for this um, summit here today. Trauma is very big to clear for me because when you start lifting these traumas, you start making space for, for light, you start making space for love, you start making space for um, the rest of your waking process. So um, this couple of weeks leading up to this event, I was trying to think, what shall we actually do? And they kept on hinting at trauma, trauma, trauma. So that is what um, we're gonna do here now. So this will be kind of a guided meditation. Um, I will, there won't be a lot of visualization, but there'll be a lot of light language coming through as well. So I'm just going to invite you to get comfortable. And you can close your eyes if you want. Take a deep breath in. And exhale. As we now set the space to create a sacred space and in you know, space and in you know, time with the fully reflective shield on the outside. Connecting everyone to source about your local real asur or yella crozo or in a carata utsur or yella unto in a shitak utur yella. Connecting everyone to God below, zuru or la carata sur or yella carato so or yata tatu in sala utoku or itish taklaku utok in sala utur waida. And combining the energies from above and below within your heart space. As you know, expand all the way into the edges of reality, all the way into the edges of all there is 
Now we're going to surround everyone with dragon light. And visualize this light as a golden field of energy. This energy is sentient. This energy is loving, it's healing. So the first thing we're going to do is lift and clear any detrimental energies from your auric field. Now we're going to activate the dragon egg around your auric field. And you're going to think, you're going to feel things getting very quiet around you now. Headspace with yellow karma. Now we're going to proceed to clear any detrimental energies that you are holding on to from the collective. Okay, we're not going to clear any energies from other external sources that is affecting you, that is impacting your well-being. Bro or a lak utor or utolokritsita la krundoria, maralakrozolo, insilarkata shuko oar ilakro untushkutoar, salakro or lak utor oar. Now going to clear any detrimental energies from you to yourself. Sarlakro utsur war lakre, shitor lokrietsi lakrete shitor utsur walaka lakre nashutor wariana. Moreworlekitishitalarutsuru, and we now moving towards trauma related to violence three now to clear from you Sala <laughs> 
Carrying the traumas from war, Hearing bloodshed and those traumas. <laughs> Comparing all traumas associated with being a victim, Marata Toro Locoesia, La Hutor Umoria Lacra, Inesicata Hutor Waria Lacata, Sotor Walilacra, Sala <laughs> Your traumas associated with being a perpetrator as well. Salakro utor husur otishitar lakor utsulokro lakitishalaka. Lokoloi lakritishalakudurumoi is mentioned as appropriate moving over to the blood and DNA to clear that as well from these traumas 
la Corruzor Extending this to the galactic ancestry and calling in Merlin for this, as well as his three dragons that assist here with this today. As we now begin to integrate these changes as meant and as appropriate. And asking source as well as our team to replace any voids with what has been removed or what has been removed with source. Anything else that is for your highest good. And calling in the dragons to assist with the grounding process. Just really feel your roots go all the way to Gaia. Anchoring yourself back into this reality, back into this room. Take a deep breath in and open your eyes.
whenever you are ready. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And so it is. So how's everyone feeling? Please do not forget to hydrate. You will be doing a lot of that, not just now, but throughout this entire event. From the Dragon Spring Fire, they're hot. I'm actually feeling so hot now. You're not feeling so hot. <laughs> Got rid of all that fire energy. So you're getting lots of thank yous. <laughs> I was burping. Well, thank you, everyone. Yeah. There's a couple of sort of questions here yeah. left over from the last one, but I think there's um, so somebody's asking. Uh, the second question is: Can you explain to me how it makes sense? to mash so many different, often not compatible, belief systems together. Sorry for the harsh wording. It is not intended as an attack, but a genuine question I've been having for years. I mean, I think that it is a very broad question. And I personally don't see it as mashing things together, but. Yeah, so um, I think the best way to answer that is remember everyone comes from different backgrounds and whatever you find yourself in is exactly where you find yourself so with mashing up different beliefs it's not really that it's a mashup it's just what you are accepting in the moment you are yeah my my laptop died ah. here um, I switched over to the mobile all right that that's all that energy right it just sucked it right out of your computer <laughs> Yeah, I was supposed to have at least two hours left, but yeah, oh. there it goes. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, we had, so interesting, when we met with Kevin uh, last week, we had um, a dragon come in. <laughs> so, not surprised. I mean, the energy right now, like for me, is like really, really high. And since your transmission, like my head's going to explode. So, um I also wanted to remind everybody, please drink plenty of water all day. We need to flush our systems. And I think we might have another question, but you were we were talking about this mishmash, as some people feel it is. I agree. I don't think it is. Yeah, so, so my opinion on that is that, look, whatever you believe in is just a model, all right? And there's many models that are true for you in the moment because of the reality that we live in. We live in a quantum world and because of the observer effect, as you observe things to be true, they become true. So what are you honoring in the moment? What is showing up for you? What do you regard as true? And that will be a model and that will work for you until it doesn't. Then it's just as easy to switch to another model that does work to you. I mean, if you were to look at your spiritual journeys, um, I mean, mine started from a very young age and we get to learn different things and we get to apply different things. And those are the rule sets that we play in until new energy start coming in, until new awakening start coming in, until new information starts coming in as well. So then you adopt that. So be flexible with that in knowing that, look, I have a model now and he's serving me and I'm open to change. And when things change, make the intention so that it does change for the best. So it's not so much about having a mismatch or, or a mixed match of different things. If you, read a, if you read a lot of books, you're going to find a lot of um, information that's going to contradict each other, which is fine because everyone has 
their own experiences. Everyone has their own memories and their own interactions with reality, with themselves and with uh, source. So what's important is that you need to define the rules that you want to play. You know, get, uh, get to meditation, connect with your oversoul, connect to source. The belief is just a belief uh, which you can regard as a rule set. But rules can be changed. Rules are just suggestions. So as you become more flexible in your thinking, then you will be able to actually navigate into different waters much easier rather than being kind of held down by your own mind, because that's where all the limitation is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so thank you for that. So the other question is, was the dragon light language golden in vibration, very present gold energy during that trauma clearing? Yeah, so I have a couple of aspects that I work with. So the dark one, um, which is like, he's kind of black and golden, so he's very ancient as well. But the one you probably are referring to would have been the solar dragon aspect, which is golden, and he also brings in a lot of frequencies. So it doesn't really work with a lot of frame flames. It's more frequency based. So if you were hearing something like so yeah, that would have been the golden dragon that you were picking up on. Mm -hmm. Hearing the word warrior and aura several times, yeah, that would make sense, and that would yeah. be part of the intention of this clearing as well. Because remember, um, human history is very complicated with all of the wars and the fighting that is that we've we've actually lived through and that is still occurring, whether it's in the media or whether it's not. But that also extends into the galactic wars, for example, the Lion Vega wars and all of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So we've been warriors, we've been fighting for a very long time, and we've been holding this. And especially within DNA, because that is what DNA is. DNA contains um, the mechanism to hold memory in. So it makes sense that you would have heard warrior and aura there as well. Mm -hmm. So there's another question for you. How did you come to be able to channel your dragons to speak through you like that? Look, um, everything is in good time. That's something that I always believe. And once again, it just depends on the model that you're working with. So I was exposed to light language probably about five, six or seven years ago and totally unresonated with it at the time. I thought people who doing light language were crazy. Um, <laughs> I was just like, no, nah, these people are kooks. But prior to that, obviously, I was doing other stuff. For example, Reiki. Um, I was exposed to other kind of modalities like quantum touch, matrix energetics as well, really playing in the quantum realms. So light language just made no sense to me um, until maybe about, when was it? It was either last year or the year before that, where um, I went for a clearing with someone. She did light language on me, and then my own light language was activated. And I started to then speak it, you know, but it was just coming out in trips and drabs, not really knowing what it is that I was saying. So when I asked her what it was, she said, well, it was ancient dragon. So, okay, like, cool, okay, um, let's run with it. Now my beliefs have changed, now my model has changed, now I'm running with this story. So on... It was my birthday that I had an activation uh, with um, someone else. And prior to that, I was starting to practice light language, so not really knowing what I was saying, but essentially what was happening is I was clearing my channel. 
Okay. So everyone has a channel when you tap into the Akashic records, you have a stream of information coming through as well. If you're doing automatic writing or any type of channeling, when you first begin, you got to clear the channel to get rid of all of that backlog information that's there. And luckily for me, it was coming out in the form of light language. So I used to practice at least about one and a half hours a day. Um, reason being I had that amount of time to practice it because it was kind of a longish commute to work, about 40 minutes each way. So during the time, during the time I was driving, I was actually channeling light language. So the more and more I was clearing out, I started then applying it to specific traumas within myself. For example, if something triggered me, I would then say, I would like to clear this and use light language for that. And I found that this was actually working a lot quicker. And I worked with emotional freedom technique. Emotional freedom technique is quick. This seemed to get right to the issues. And boom, I was feeling a lot lighter. I was bringing more information in. And I was starting to see things a lot more. I was starting to hear things a lot more. And part of the things I started to see more and more was my, my dragons that were coming through. So all different types, all the different types of energy, all the different types of messages. So that's how it started off with me. Cool. Um, so a quick question, which is how do you see dragons? And I think we could all answer that differently, but we'll look forward to your answer. And how do you see a dragon? Okay. So the dragon, I would say, yeah, I'm using my imagination. And why I say imagination? Because imagination is not this willy-nilly um, thing that people think it isn't real. Your imagination is a function of your mind. It's a faculty of the mind. And basically, it is your third eye. And that's how your third eye will see. Right? So when I see it, it's kind of overlaying with um, physical reality. So I can see them with my eyes open, and I can see them standing there. It's not that I'm seeing it with my eyes but I am seeing it with my brain. So people are different. And the way I pick up information, obviously, is through my senses, through your nervous system. And uh, yeah, that's how I see it. Other people will be different, of course. Right. But that's, yeah, yeah that's them on their journey. Right. And, and some people don't ever see, they, they sense dragons. Sometimes you see them at the periphery. They don't always come into focus. Um, and I think you're right. It's um, practice. And the more you connect with dragons, the more they're going to show themselves to you. So I have an interesting question here. Is the massive solar flare expected this month related to solar dragons bringing in the high frequency? Great question. Let's tune in and listen to what they say. Right. Okay. Yeah. They're saying, yeah. It is coming through. Um, it has something to do with, with the dragons as well. But what do you guys want? Just give me a sec. Okay, so for everyone here, we're just going to activate the solar energy frequency field. So this is going to help you to integrate the changes that are coming with the high frequencies from the sun. So just... Give me a sec. Connecting to everyone, activate solar energy frequency field now, if it's mentioned as appropriate. To bring in the codes to better integrate with the upcoming solar flares as well as the information. Thank you. All right, so that is, you're gonna feel 
kind of increase in energy, you might feel yourself getting hot in your body and in around you, which is fine. It's just more alignment coming through for what's to come. Right. So the next question is, do you have any tips for someone, I think you mean looking to let go and connect with light language, any recommendation on sources of information? The, one of the biggest sources of information you can find is YouTube as well as TikTok. There's lots of uh, practitioners on TikTok. It's mm -hmm. where I found the lady that activated me. And I just knew that I had to have a session with her because you could feel that nudge. You could feel that push. So it definitely was a sole contract to be honored at that point in time to bring us to where we were. But um, it's it's practice. Basically, it's practice. And then when it happens, it happens. You know, um, you can get activated by other people. You can get self-activated, but it's got to be something that you want. It's got to be something that you 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 will realize that it's easy to get frustrated with because you might find that the language that comes through is not necessarily how you would like it to sound. Is not necessarily um, something that you would expect, which is fine. Once again, it's about clearing up the channel. So. Prior to doing any light language or any type of energy work, you get to the basics, and the basics is your anchoring and your grounding. You want to anchor up to source or to your oversoul, and you anchor to Gaia, and you really get that because when that energy becomes entrained into your nervous system, then you're going to find the rest of your gifts opening up and expanding, and expansion happens, and then more information comes through. So get to the basics first before you want to start channeling light language uh, or any type of channeling because this type of work can train you because of all the information that comes through. So you need to build up the muscle. And one of the best ways to build up the muscle is to first anchor and ground, then the rest of your team can come through and you can ask them for upgrades. That's yeah. how I did it. Yeah, yeah, 100% yeah. agree. I, that's exactly what I was told when I first encountered dragons, that I'd been putting the work in first which was the grounding and connecting and the deeper you go the higher the vibration so I always hear that so I think that was a, a great way of explaining it thank you um, thanks Bob so there's a very long question here which I'm not sure about so um, somebody's talking about astral travel near-death experience um so it's sort of her personal experience um i don't know do you have any thoughts on astral travel and near-death experience um astral travel is a way to visit other dimensions that's one way of looking at it right yeah and there's, there's many ways to do it lots of methods you know people get all relaxed and um, usually it's at the point where they fall asleep and then they create like a body double and they project the consciousness into it. But once again, if you use your imagination, because we need to get away from this belief that it's only your imagination. Imagination is a facility of the mind. And you can use that to navigate into other dimensions, into the astral worlds into all other different types of worlds with your consciousness because your consciousness is not limited to your body. Your consciousness is expanding all the way past the edges of reality and even beyond. That's how big the energy of our oversoul is. So 
so within there, there's different frequencies and different dimensions. And in the same way that we are now in a 3D and we're observing things in a specific way because that's how brain is interpreted, you will then need to practice to get into your mind, get into your imagination, project to something or somewhere where you'd like to be using your mind and then allow that information to show up, allow your brain to receive that information. And it's fine if you see nothing initially. It's fine. But there's a thing that's called practice. And the more you practice, the more you let go, the more things can happen. Yeah, definitely be open to um, all possibilities. Um, I think a lot of people's journey has been they weren't expecting it and sort of things just pop in. Um, so right now, does anybody have any questions? We've got like um, nine minutes for more questions. Oh, here we go. Is light language specifically dragon energy? or more universal language that the dragons and other beings use? Could you repeat that, Bob? Sure. Is light mm -hmm. language specifically dragon energy or more universal language that the dragons and other beings use? So light language would be based on what your intention is, okay? So as you intend to channel to source, and then that's a language that's going to come through. As you intend to channel from your aspects, then that's a language that is going to come through. Um, it's just a method of communication, but within that method of communication consists a, lot, a whole lot of information. It consists frequencies. It, 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 it's also having um, remembrance codes as well. So the type of energy that a light language facilitator can bring is it's source energy if they connect to source, or it's the different aspects, meaning your dragon aspect, your Pleiadian aspect, your all of the different types of star seed as, uh, aspects. And that's the type of energy that will come through as well. Yes, I, I would agree. I actually don't vocal, I use light language, but I don't, as yet, don't use vocals. Um, and I think you're right, it's the, I get downloaded with the light language, but I don't right now use vocals. So um, another question, trust. Do I learn to trust my imagination and the light language I seem to be developing? So if your intention is to connect to the highest and the purest, then yes, trusting is a big thing. And if trust is coming up for you, then trust is one of your life lessons that you need to learn at this point in time. So your imagination, once again, what is it? It's a, it's a faculty. You don't see with your eyes anyways, you're seeing with your brain. You don't share with your ears, you're seeing or you're hearing with your brain. At the same time, when the information comes through in your third eye, it's forming images, it's forming sounds, but all of that is being processed by your brain. So you can trust it, but you need to verify whatever it is that you're doing. In the same way that you would verify things in the 3D, you would verify things in the astral or in the spiritual dimensions. One of the ways that you can learn to do that, first is by practicing your own intuition, using maybe perhaps a pendulum, maybe it is um, the other thing that they use with the body, I can't remember what the name is. Um, muscle testing, yeah, all of that kind of things. So develop your own way to trust your information that's coming through. 
And mm -hmm. the more and more practice you then develop, sometimes what can happen is you can get that feeling coming through or, or knowing. For example, um, if I want to ask a question, if I want to connect to something to see whether there's truth in it, I'll pay attention to my heart space. So for a yes, I get the energy movement in a specific way. And then for a no, I get the energy moving in a different way. You can also do the same thing. Connect to your higher self, connect to source. Ask them, please give me um, information for yes. Give me information for no. And notice how your body feels. Because your body is an extension of your nervous system as well as your subconscious mind. You want to be working as an entire package, not to leave things in isolation. Yeah. So the next next question is, can a dragon weaken or wither away and come back to us? I had an experience similar, and I am curious why this happened, if you may know. Thank you. My feeling on that one is, as much as there are different types of beings out there, there are also different types of dragons. Okay? So some of the dragons are very ancient, some of them are a lot newer, and some of them um, are also going through their life processes as parallel versions of ourselves. For example, as we are here on the 3D, our overstall may have another uh, a dragon that it is energizing and, and having a different lifetime altogether. So in terms of what's going on with that dragon, that dragon might be perhaps trapped on another planet or it is imprisoned by some way or the other where it's being used by perhaps dark magic or anything like that. Now, once again, I don't expect everyone to believe this, but I do believe in the concepts of there's many truths and there's many different realities. So in that sense, if you were to connect with that specific type of dragon, yes, if someone is draining its energy, or a dark magician is draining that type of energy, that energy would then tend to wither away, very much the same way that we feel drained by people around us or psychic vampires, people that abuse us as well. We also start to feel drained, we also start to wither away. So yes, it can happen. Uh, with certain types of dragons, but not all of them. Like I said, there will be different classifications of dragons, and but it is possible, what you are saying, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, have you mastered, at some point, the natural elements through dragon energy? I did not master uh, natural elements with dragon energy, uh, I was experimenting uh, many, many years ago, probably in my early teens, with weather control, so you're trying to make it rain. Because when you're young, you do stupid things anyways. So yeah, um, but that was way before the dragons started to come through. Yeah. yeah, cool. So we're on five minutes. So there's a couple more questions. Um, when I was a child, I had created a language, or so I thought, until I heard you then speak as how you spoke was very similar to what I called my made-up gibberish. Yet I had a roommate once that we would speak this gibberish together and yet seem to understand each other. Would this have been like an activation of a light language? Yeah, so I wouldn't actually call it the activation of the light language. It was more like the channeling of the light language. So when you get activated for a specific dialect, and that's when the codes are put into you, and then you start while speaking that dialect. If you're already speaking it, then you're already activated with that. And more, more than often, you're probably um, communicating with soul language, which is like your very true essence with um, your friend, 
So yeah, that 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 was amazing. Yeah. yeah. And this is probably our last one, <laughs> which I think is funny because I just had a very funny answer pop in my head. What do dragons prefer as an offering? <laughs> I am not a person who does offerings. So if you really want to do an offering, then just be a good person, you know? Um, honor your gifts, honor the people around you. Understand that we are connected to everything and everyone, including the dragons, including every other being on this planet. I mean, the more you get rid of your hierarchy about things, the more things will show up for you. Okay, there's no higher self, there's no lower self, there just is. There just is source, just playing a game with itself. So yeah. if offerings is your thing, go ahead and do with it because I'm not going to trample on your beliefs. There are many different cultures who, who, who do it. But in my experience, I do not offer anything to dragons. Yeah. So there's two quick questions. Um, so Angela, Gail, um, your question is, is this seminar too powerful for my body to hold? I'm feeling very unwell. Yes, please drink lots of water and lay down. Um, I don't know what your answer is, Vin, but um, yes, this is very powerful and you're getting, you know, layer and layer and layer of activations. So um, plenty of water and rest. Um, and the last question, what is your perspective on the Dragon Year 2024 with two minutes left? <laughs> I don't have a perspective on it because um, the future is what we hold and what we choose. So. If you have a specific thing that you want to bring through, then choose it. I, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm gonna keep that simple because yeah, um, fortunes and, and telling the future perspectives, it just depends on what it is that you choose. My perspective is to to be on the now and to see what shows up as best as I can. And to think into 2024, I'm gonna be doing the same thing. But what is your perspective and what would you like to actually bring into the world? Forget about 2024. What would you like to bring now? What would you like to bring tomorrow? What would you like to bring this week? So guiding yourself through that will actually then make sure that it's going to be a fantastic 2024 for you. Yeah. So that's fabulous, Finn. Thank you so much. Um, I think another great perspective on dragons and the dragon language which i think by the end of this we're all going to understand it because it's all very similar <laughs> so thank you so much um great presentation